We're back. It has been a whirlwind. It's been two <laughs> weeks since the last time we recorded. It feels like forever. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, it really does. It's like I have stuff that I wrote down in my notes that I feel like I don't even know how to talk about it properly. I feel like it's like that that came and sure. went, you know. Like, oh yeah, like you're over it. Like I'm going to be trying to describe a dream, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, fuck that. Like I read a couple books and like the books I read a week ago. Like, you don't I, remember? I feel like I can't really speak to them, <laughs> you know. Sure. But we're going to drop the titles. We're going to try. Yeah. It's November, what is today? 8th. The 8th. So we just found out. That was just yesterday, by the way. Doesn't it seem like it was already forever ago? But that we found out that Joe Biden actually won the presidency? Yeah. So yesterday. yesterday. (laughs) By the time you hear this, of course, it'll be old news. Yeah. And so we won't, I don't feel like we need to talk about it that much. We'll probably, we'll talk about it some, but it's been beaten to death at this point, even now for us. My favorite. Right. Um, my favorite thing to come out of this whole out of the whole day yesterday. I mean, obviously very excited and relieved. Mostly just a sense of relief, right? Right. But uh but sure. my favorite thing that was funny is the four seasons total landscaping. I don't even know that much about that. I've heard about it, but I don't I really know what happened. Dude, they scheduled is like a mistake whoever I don't know, someone on the Trump campaign team. They were supposed to yeah. give a press conference, the Four Seasons. They scheduled it at Four Seasons Total Landscaping, which is like a very small business in an industrial business park with like a erotic right. bookseller across the street. And, <laughs> nice. you know, like it's... Well, they went forward with it anyway. Rudy yeah, Gi- and the pictures are just hilarious. I mean, it's like this little garage. You lose the deposit. Yeah, it's like, it's just yeah. funny to me. Yeah. Are you shaking? I'm shaking my foot. Oh, okay. Is that all right? I wanted, if you're a cold and I wanted to oh, I'm not save cold. you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be your savior. <laughs> How are you doing, Jamal? You sound better. I'm doing good, man. Yeah. Last time we spoke to you, you were sick as a dog. <laughs> Full recovery. I feel great. I mean, I don't know if there was ever COVID in my body, but I, I feel... 20 years younger i feel nice. four years old right now you know <laughs> dang that so, is a, that is a nice <laughs> brand new shiny body <laughs> yeah dude feels good not i haven't done a whole lot i mean it's been a lot of just watching the news with with uh with ian and and nicole and the kids um they're you know they're all super into it i sort of come in and out of you know oh it's kind of you know, getting swept away by what's going on and also kind of not giving a fuck. Right. But that is my, that is my, um, white privilege. So I get to feel that <laughs> way and, and that's how I feel. So yeah, it's been, a, it's been a, a fine two weeks. Yeah. It's funny. There's a lot of, uh, I see a lot of, uh, we know it's very stressful and lots yeah. of anxiety waiting. Yep. And I just like, come on, like, you have to be 18 to vote, right? Like, we are all adults here. <laughs> right. This whole, like, we're yeah. so stressed out. Well, and, like, <sighs> the consoling of just everyone and Yeah, general, we un- like... would be very understanding of other. It's just, like, this, like, sure, it goes without saying, but this kid glove yeah. aspect of, like, how we can't handle it's waiting for the votes to be counted. It's just so... Yeah. Like I'm watching the vote count because I'm interested. I'm not yeah. watching it like like right. beads of sweat coming down <laughs> my head like come on. Right, but you I mean you it doesn't it's not going to affect you personally Jordan if you know if it goes the other way and Roe versus Wade gets overturned which personally I thought was just the you know a, a debate over which is the best way to play in the water. 
Okay, nice. You responded. That. <laughs> That's funny. That up. Um, I like that. Yeah, I don't buy into that at all. I mean, it's not that I'm not personal. Whatever. It's just you have a different guy representing America, and, and it's very good that we have a guy now representing it a boring, in a better way. Just when it comes to like right. policy within the United States, yeah. that shit's mostly going to not be affected by the president because the Senate and the House is going to take over. Yeah. The presidency, to me, is more like how we look to other nations, the foreign policy, sure. how, how sure. we're right. acting upon the global society. Well, you know? it, But it is also like, you know, kind of... Um, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's a representation of us, but it's also like if having fuckface in in there it trickles down to like everyone's behavior of course but that's everyone yeah that really is i mean it is fucked up that trump like gives that excuse to people but at the end of the day it is just an excuse and people are personally that's responsible true. for the shitty behavior that they right. then take from it so it's just like yeah yeah you would rather have somebody representative of like oh i want i wish my child would grow up to be like that or yeah. whatever as opposed to you know just Trump, a, but like just, a, just any uh, yeah. sort of nice but i feel like the main yeah. lesson to take away is like you shouldn't you, you don't need to turn these the, the president into a prophet like you shouldn't yeah, be looking no. up to these people like they're your yeah. fucking no i plan godfather to ignore anything God. <laughs> related to politics for the rest of my life you should yeah you should, that's <laughs> yeah. the best thing about biden being elected is the oh now i don't have to pay attention to what's yeah, going on exactly i don't have to hear yeah, about yeah. all this shit yeah yeah, and I and and no matter who got elected, either way, we're gonna have a septuagenarian in 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 the seat the, this year. So no dropping that words. Is just, yeah, we all know. Just a given. Somebody who is in their seventies. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go, Biden. But uh, no, when and he I, gave I, his speech I, yesterday, t- took a little jaunt to the podium. <laughs> it's funny, Morgan fuck. told me I didn't see it. Morgan told me that. And I was like, oh, he's running up there. And I'm picturing in my head, like, he's doing it to, like, prove how healthy he still is, you know, yeah. running up no, to the post. Like, and then I uh-huh. see it, and it's like no. a, like an old senior citizen doing, like, a speed walk in the mall. Yeah, it's know? like, oh, yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. please be careful, don't do this. You're not, <laughs> this is not yeah. safe. Yeah, he could have, he could, what if he just ate shit? Oh, my God. Dude. I know, and then we just, <laughs> what if, I mean, what would happen if he died before January? Does, com- does Kamala Biden. automatically get I actually it? don't know. That's a good question. He turns yeah. 78 in like three weeks or something. I was talking about how like Biden is the 46th, will be the 46th president, but Trump could still like resign or whatever. And then Mike Pence would be the 46th mm-hmm. president. Does it work that way? The counting? Of yeah. course. Okay. It has to. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I think Trump's going to pack wait, up and just kind of dip out. Be like I'm saying I'm for done. the for the last two months that Trump's in office, he could resign. Say, say like he really is in the back of his mind. He's like I could be legally responsible for a lot of things. Like people will uncover a lot right. of shit, and I can go to prison or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I don't think will happen. Yeah. But say he is legitimately afraid of that, he could resign. Mike mm-hmm. Pence could become president and then pardon him for all of that shit. Like that would be like a strategic move on his part. Mm-hmm. That's like that's a that's a, a chess move right there. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. That'd be kind of that'd be kind of baller. I mean, I hope it doesn't happen, but that would be that'd be kind of like holy fuck, the balls. Yeah, I feel like if a president resigns after an election, like in the in this two month period, the, it should just go auto- automatically to who I, was elected. I next agree. I think to prevent that. Yeah. that I sort think of that. Thing. Right. I think there might be different rule. I have no. I have no idea. Yeah, maybe that's the case. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't look it up. <laughs> I wanted to talk about. Like, you know, so I don't, I never tweet, right? Mm -hmm. I'm on Twitter. I'll look at other people that I follow, but I never actually send out a tweet. 
And sometimes I'll have an idea for a tweet, but I don't tweet it out because one, no mm. one follows me. And two, I don't want to be dependent upon that checking back yeah. to see like, did it get any likes? I don't, I don't want that sort sure. of. Right. You're only happening. human. Yeah. So I'll talk about it on the pod if I think it's like a cool thing. So that's what I'm going to do now. Cool. And I, th- and I, all right. And, but I, Jordan's drafts. <laughs> yeah. Jordan's drafts almost as a segment. I figured every yeah, week we could like come it. up with a tweet that Jamal, you can tweet from the Reed fellas Twitter. Oh. I don't know if you've ever. Well, that's not a bad idea. I'm not really on Twitter anymore. Okay. But this is, you are but the, I so, mean, I you would get back on it if you needed me to do marketing that. exact. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I'm on, I advertise this on Instagram. That's about all I do. Um, but I'd be happy to, to, to fire up the Reed Fellows Twitter. Uh, at first I'd have to figure out how to get into it and then, and then I can, and then I'd be happy to do that. I mean, I don't want to be like polarizing with the tweets or anything, except for the, I just had sure. this idea because I see a lot of tweets that if they're just say pro Biden or pro Trump tweets, they'll get like 20,000 mm-hmm. likes, mm-hmm. like easy money, you right. know? And I thought of this in the shower today. I was like, oh, here's a funny tweet. Biden should wear a tan suit every day. <laughs> That's a tweet. Yeah. Isn't that great? It is great. Because of the Obama tan suit. Right, because Fox News made such a huge deal that Obama made that Obama wore a tan suit one day. Yeah. And that was like a fucking the scandal. The biggest <laughs> controversy of his entire no. presidency. And so it just says like a fuck you to Fox <laughs> News. Uh, yeah. Just the tweet. Yeah. Oh. Biden should wear a tan suit every day. Can you imagine? How disgusting <laughs> for fashion. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it would look <laughs> awful on him, but that's that's kind of the funny point. Like, oh really? You're gonna you're gonna right? You're yeah. Gonna, what is this it? is my drama. Yeah, you're gonna f- split hairs with my suit now, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after what we've just yeah. been through. Yeah, that's funny as fuck. He should wear fucking sweats. He should wear those fucking mom jeans. He needs to wear a lot of cushion in the sole of his shoes. Yes, he yeah, does. Lots. Big, big yes, big base on the shoe. <laughs> Knee braces. And he's one of those fucking. What was it, FDR in the fucking wheelchair? I didn't mean to say it like that, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> With the, the blanket yeah, on polio. his fucking polio, lap there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Polio. <laughs> you know, quilt uh, on his And on nobody, his lap there, nobody you know? knew. Right, that's what the blanket was for. Hiding that polio in his thighs. Boy, it's a whole no, different... No, I mean, like, people didn't know he was in a wheelchair. That's what the blanket is for. No, yeah. Oh. It, the, the, the press wasn't as big back then. Yeah. So, yeah, it wasn't... It was more private. Yeah. It wasn't like... You're yeah. getting blown up TMZ style. <laughs> yeah, I, the president didn't used to be I, a celebrity. Right. Now it is. Yeah. Right. This is my, this is, maybe this is a, a segment, I don't know, I'm just thinking uh, off the top of the dome here, but how do we navigate this politically correct climate? How do we get through? We should have, we should give out tips. How do we navigate the PC climate <laughs> so that you don't get your job taken away. Okay, so you have an and idea. And I think in this political uh, uh, climate now, post-Trump losing the election, Biden winning, now the new thing is, I feel... Tell us your truth. Th- well, this isn't my truth, but this is what I've observed. Okay. So this is my truth, um, <laughs> is that the stan- if you don't want to get fucking canceled, you don't want, it, you don't want any of that entering your life, your, the stance you need to hold is that you're stoked Trump is gone but you're pissed that Biden is our president. That is how you need to feel about it. Why? That's just how you have to feel about it if you don't want to get canceled. Oh. What? what? I, I'm lost. Yeah. Why? That's what. Uh, that's what's in the uh, in the zeitgeist right now. Oh, really? I didn't that, think that. Yeah. Fuck. 
Joe Biden. I'm sucks that he's our president, but at least he's not Donald Trump. That is that is the air. I didn't get of, that. Vibe. I don't think of, that's of, true. Of I don't even think that's true. I have people openly at my work praising Biden and loving <laughs> Biden, and no one is like, of you course, can't of say course, that. of course. No one's canceling. Of course, anybody. you're not hearing what I'm saying though. The PC police. This is where it's heading, because you know Biden is not was not their first choice. I, 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 I'm confused on what's happening right now. I, I don't care if he wasn't the first choice. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he says, I'm just fucking around, man. <laughs> this is I, know, a, I know. I know. If you want, I can explain the bit to you. Sure. But before you explain it, I just want to be like, I know this isn't how you feel. And I know that I just, I just yeah. confused as to like, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past the, the PC culture police to do something right along those lines i guess cuz he's old and white i mean i don't know what he's old he's white he doesn't want to defund the police completely uh, you know all these things are but so kamala there's all harris this is talk going on exactly so they're like fuck kamala harris fuck oh. biden it's a nice step in the right direction but we're not thrilled about it so like that's that's is the current stance for the, the the PC left, and I think if you don't want to get fucking railroaded by him, you need to adopt that opinion. You need to just have exactly. hatred in your heart all for saying. everybody. Is that the explanation of the bit? <laughs> uh, no, I think you can extrapolate the explanation of the bit. This segment is is, and I'll break it down for you. Here's something fucking ridiculous that the PC people are believing that you have to get on board with and adopt as your own belief if you don't want to get trapped in a conversation with someone like this. I don't want to do this. <laughs> okay. I think this I think too many people already do that. Like get so upset when they see an article or they see a situation where like the left went a little too far, you know? Mm-hmm. I just think it's it's overplayed and and it, it you're you're sure you're mocking it, but you're giving it air. Life. Yeah, it's like these things right, usually right. die on their own until you're like, look at what they're doing. Right. And then you have the opposition. <laughs> and the people are like, well, come on, you went too far that way. And then right. it becomes this thing because people want to fucking dig their heels in. And then the Russia bots get right. in there and then fan the flames and make it seem like it is a real thing, which nobody gives a fuck about. I mean, that's what Twitter is, I guess. It's just everyone yeah. feeling yeah. like everyone else is We're crazy. We're too influential. We would just start. Uh, societal chaos. Exactly. So instead, you should tweet, Biden should wear a tan suit every day. <laughs> tan suit? Okay. We shouldn't we got, be getting political like this. I didn't, I'm, and I apologize. And I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. I just wanted to say, I, I put this note down a long time ago just so I could follow up on it now. Okay. But the episode that we hear mm-hmm. last week, we talk about Jamal playing God of War. Mm-hmm. But in the very final episode, yeah. we never talk about how Jamal beat god of war oh. so i figured oh, we talk yeah, about it that's now that's right i did do that which will actually from start to finish beat god of war that's the game crazy. i'm a fucking i'm a i'm a i'm a video game queef man i'm yeah. i'm fucking dope and uh i just well i'm not but i i put it on the easiest <laughs> difficulty setting which is yeah yeah what, what how does it how is it phrased like there's like you started the game off uh, at the normal difficulty Oh, and you backtracked. Yeah. And then after he died a couple times, he's like, let me just drop this down so we can yeah. get the a cool story. <laughs> it's like That's the difficulty it's setting. It's like, I just want a yeah. cool story. It's just called, okay. yeah. Yeah. Do you want, do you want you know, a medium playing experience? Do you want to be a god of war? Oh, is that's like the hard what they difficulty? actually call it in the game? Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. the easy oh one is, gosh. or do you just want a cool story? <laughs> just want a that's really sad cool and story. embarrassing. For everybody. And I was like, fuck yeah, give me a cool story. Man. <laughs> I mean, that's why you're playing it to begin with. Just I tell it to me. Just tell the game to right, me. Just, just tell re- me the just whole thing. Just book on tape me. Yeah, exactly. 
book on tape me up and uh and it was it was it was good it was a cool story man <laughs> um it was fun i haven't played like a video game beginning to end and i don't know how long i don't know, never I don't probably know. Huh? no i definitely have you fuck you're a, bailer. You're a video game been... bailer i'm a bailer on what i don't know stuff not on animal crossing <laughs> oh, my, oh my gosh is this the time to talk about it no okay <laughs> Unless there's something specific. Well, I was just, you know, you told me like a few episodes ago that we would get into what's happened to me. Oh, did I? (laughs) Yeah. And so I've been waiting like every episode because you were like, write your thoughts and feelings about Nookazon and be prepared to talk about them. Sure. Did you do that? (laughs) Well, I thought it sounded like you had some sort of method. (laughs) <laughs> to to your whole thing, but uh, um, uh-uh. okay. I just I think that I said that because we had a shit ton of shit to talk about, <laughs> and you just wanted me to not talk about it. <laughs> we'll save it for next week because we got to record next week. You'll still be playing, so it'll still be relevant. This is a nice little uh, yeah. teaser for yeah. uh, for next week's episode. Yeah, there. I've yeah. I've Stay got, tuned for Nukazon. Gone off the deep end. <laughs> it won't be next week. Oh, <laughs> I think it will be next week's episode. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Because it'll be a remote. By the way, Jamal's remote right now. Okay, so that wasn't. Oh my Christ! Yeah, stop. <laughs> I'm not even in my usual uh, room. Usually, I record in my room. Right now, I'm downstairs in the house. This isn't fucking interesting. But Ian's just doing a bunch of like a fuck ton of sawing upstairs in the kitchen. <laughs> so I'm Trying to get those cabinets to fit. <laughs> yeah, basically, they're doing kitchen shit, and I was like, "Yo, you gonna be sawing much longer?" He's like. I mean, just do you know when you'll be done podcasting? I was like, no. He's like, well, I, you know, I don't know. I might do some sawing. I was like, I'm just going to record downstairs. And that's where we're at with it. All right. Well, I'm glad you were able to do that shift. So this week, Jamal's remote. Next week, Jamal's remote. And then the final episode that we recorded while Jamal was here will be released after that. And then after that, we're just fucking, we're in the remote situation again, week to week. Yeah. But Jamal will be making a trip back sometime in the near future um let's go into movies there's a lot of shit i'm gonna jump around here movies we'll we dip never into talk movies. About movies we're gonna dip into movies a little bit yeah. and then probably go somewhere else than come return to movies okay. all right and then this episode is going to be very uh, i'm going to try to keep it interesting okay? all right. keep it interesting so yeah two weeks ago we watched <laughs> into the wild the movie because i read sure the book did. and morgan really yep. wanted to see the movie again it's funny watching it. I think it came out in like 2008 or something. Seven. 2007. And it's, mm-hmm. it was interesting watching a movie from 2007 now, especially with the opening titles. Oh, my gosh. I don't remember. They're green. They're and green weird. and very blocky. Yeah. It, it, was, it was jarring. I would fuck? agree with you. Right, but at the time when I saw the movie to begin with, I don't remember it being so like, woo. I, I, I wonder if like titles and doing cool animations with titles was like, in. really starting to like ramp up or yeah. was like hot at the time was, but now it, it looks dated as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean the movie itself wasn't super dated it was really just like that intro sequence. yeah just the intro yeah i can't really picture exactly what you're talking about but it makes me think of the opening credits in um the shining yeah but I that's in the that's in the seven like blue 80s. letters that just yeah. like yeah yeah but that just sort of sc- scroll up these like blue, <laughs> no particular font scrolling up. You That's know. what it is on that Into is. the Wild. That's yeah. exactly what it is. That's weird. Yeah, it was like the editor just decided to <laughs> yeah. go with what, like, just what like, he had on hand. Hold up Word, put it yeah. on 72 point and just like typed out <laughs> Into the Wild in green. 
he might have been like is this big enough he's like i'll put it up a couple points yeah no that no yeah i'll go back go back yeah yeah, that's fine <laughs> but yeah um i like the movie yeah I mean, emil good. hirsch it's funny because i watched another emil hirsch movie which i totally forgot he was in it it's like i haven't seen a Mill hirsch i felt like i hadn't seen a Mill hirsch in a God long time and then all of a sudden another movie that i chose to watch this week had him in it uh which was once upon a time in hollywood mm, i don't hirsch. remember him being in it. he plays um oh. what's her fucking name tate yeah, Sharon. Sharon Tate's like ex-boyfriend, but who still hangs oh, around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because she he's like waiting for Roman Polanski to dump her, mm-hmm. her divorce her, so he can hop on that. That's funny. Upon rewatch, I liked it more than the second time around. I thought, I'm sure, especially since you know what's happening now yeah. and you get it. It's mm-hmm. it's a You're lot easier to, to en- like, enjoy the ride. Enjoy it. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. I need I need to rewatch it because when I saw it in theater, I remember thinking it was. I liked it, but I was like, it just didn't feel, other than like the ending and stuff, like it didn't feel as Tarantino-y throughout or something. Like I felt like I wasn't as satisfied, and I was like, it, I put it near the bottom of my Tarantino list, but I, I definitely need to rewatch it. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's like one of Quentin Tarantino's best, but just watching it as a movie, not thinking of it as like in the fucking in, in, in his lining up body of, of work. Yeah. It's great, and I think yeah, and and that and that is how I felt about it when I saw it. I was like, "This is a good movie," and I liked it. But go, go, going in as a Tarantino fan, expecting like a Tarantino, whatever, whatever I was expecting, was maybe is what put a damper on things for me. Yeah, I hurt my own feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I both think Leo is one of the best parts of the movie and one of the worst. Okay, I think he overacts in so many parts of it. Like his character is so over the top. Uh huh. That it just, it kind of takes me out of it a little bit. That explains the gravity shifts. That explains the gravity shifts. <laughs> but he, just how like fucking crazy he is. It just feels like a very put on performance. But yeah, part of that is also. Intentional though. Yeah, but no, that's what I'm saying. Like the parts where it's great, it is great. Because mm-hmm. it's fucking hilarious. Like when he's freaking out after he, he fucked up the scene. And then he's in his trailer like throwing the fucking thing. Yeah. yeah completely beating himself up that shit was great it's just it feels a little bit self-indulgent okay and in, in leo's acting whereas brad pitts is a lot more understated I and, like brad pitt and this yeah. movie. he does a lot more uh ryan gosling drive stuff in yeah. it, as opposed to over the yeah. top acting yeah but yeah i think i think it was great i recommend so should we get into the crazy fucking hell yeah that we saw I don't know what you're talking about. I'll get into it. So Jamal, a long time ago, <laughs> probably like a year ago, oh, oh, recommended that yeah, we okay. watch Nathan for You. Yeah. Because it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of like, meh. Yeah. Sure. And Jamal was just like, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's a good show. Yeah, you guys were like, meh. Well, Jamal was like, you're, it's good. It's good. And we're like, okay. And I wasn't really sure what it was yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. And Jamal had even sent us a Snapchat of like a clip from the show. And I was like, whatever. But I thought when I was seeing it, that it was like actors in a show. And I was like, is that supposed to be really funny? And the, that yeah. what Jamal sent us? Because as a scripted show, it wouldn't be. Right. But it's not a scripted it's show. It's a Sasha Baron Cohen such. Yeah. Nathan Fielder is a fucking master. Dude. Reality guy. It Comedy is. Comedy and reality. insane how he can create the most uncomfortable situations and be so straight faced and like sincere in it it's it's, it's so yeah. earnest in, i mean in it. it's like it is a gift to, there's no fucking way i could yeah. do that 
yeah. So all that being said, I just want to say that this is this might be one of like my, my favorite shows I've seen in a long time. <laughs> yeah. It is so fucking funny. It's great. And I'm so happy that we saw it. Yeah. And we even called Jamal last week when we were done watching all four seasons because we just, just to talk about to it. talk about it. And so like I because w- I didn't want to talk about it on the pod and spoil a bunch of shit. We watched but, all four right. seasons in like two and a half days or something. Yeah, that that call. Because I missed your guys' initial call, you know, and then you're like, yo, call me. When you, I'm like, what the fuck could this be about? But I was like both excited and a little worried. You I know? knew you, you were worried. I could tell. Anxiety. <laughs> and I'm like, let's uh, call you back. What's going on? <laughs> and then you guys, we, we watched Nathan for you. And I was just over the moon, happy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Holy fuck. I wanted to text you so many times while we were watching it. But I was like, Dude. no, we're going to watch yeah. this whole thing, whole thing. In, in like – Three days, and then we're gonna we'll just talk about talk it. about it because it was just it's so fun, dude. It's anybody so listening right now, it's still on Hulu. The reason why we watched it because Jamal told us it was going off Hulu, and I was like, okay, let me give it a shot. Yeah, since this is our last chance. It's, it's not. It's still well, on that's Hulu. What it said on my Hulu, it said expiring. Yeah, it's still there, which is great. But it said on my, I, I got worried because me and Ian and Nicole have been watching it, and we're all we're only in the like just started the second season, and then I looked at my Hulu. I was I've been watching Fargo. And then and it said it was expiring in like nine days. And I was like, what the fuck? We got to like finish this. And so I, that's when I texted you guys. Yeah. Like, get on it. Give it three episodes, you know, to get into the like the feel of the show. Yeah. And the format. Because yeah. it's it is it's a little like what? Yeah. I mean, I was in after episode one, but it gets way better. It like, does. <laughs> it escalates. That's what's, yeah. that's what's so crazy is like it it just continues to yeah get better and better and it's like he outdoes but himself. not over the top it's not i mean it is over the top but it's not like oh they're just making more money now or whatever it's like these are genius ideas that keep getting more yeah. and more genius and creative and like it's cr- it's crazy yeah so just a brief yeah. premise is nathan fielder is uh he plays a business school graduate who goes and gives advice to different businesses to help them bring in more traffic and he comes up with the fucking funniest (laughs) shit to help these real people these real business owners (laughs) out and it's just like no fucking way are they gonna go for this and every time they try they try his idea out (laughs) and it doesn't matter how big the budget is to to fucking execute it he always fucking does it and he he paints himself into these corners and then he forces himself to like creatively get out of them in like just the funniest right. fucking ways. And it's, it's, just, hard, it's hard to even that's explain. That's what is so great about the format is he's always like fucking himself over is like that's the format. And so it's like coming up with these creative solutions to these problems that he co- he totally could have avoided in the first place or whatever. Right. He's fucking hilarious. He doesn't deviate from the plan to make it easier. Like he fully executes. Exactly. Fully exactly. executes, but he has like no remorse or yeah. care about how this is actually affecting this person's <laughs> real business. It, I love, I'm like in love with him. Obsessed. Can't find anything. He's, you can't find so anything about him, by the way. Like, yeah, and that's that's the greatest thing about him is he's such a, a mystery because mm-hmm. he's so earnest in yeah. the show. And you're like, how is this guy in real life? And there's like, no, you can never tell because he's always trolling. He's always yeah setting up the next thing. Like he has a bunch of late night appearances, but that was all a mm-hmm. fucking a part play. Of his, so yeah. it's all part of the show, yeah. So he's always putting it on and he hasn't done anything where he's like, 
I don't know. Real. Being genuine. Yeah. And he's not actually, yeah. he can't actually be like he is in the show. You could 100% because he's so fucking funny. Yeah. Like it's, it's what he's doing is so right. hilarious. Like you have to be self-aware because he plays sort of a, an awkward, like loner, like lonely kind of guy. Yes. You know, as part of his personality, which is like, if he's as funny as he is, which he is, there's no way he's a fucking... Right, this fucking yeah. No, he gets pussy in real life is the big difference between <laughs> for sure. Yeah, he was yes. he was married he the, was between Nathan Fielder divorce. and Nathan. That's Fielder. the one thing I could find. He was going through a divorce during the show. Committed to the role. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> but the only glimpse I can think of that like comes to mind where I feel like it's like I think that's you is when they're doing the ghost realtor. And she. Oh yeah, the guy's talking about the the ghost. And it's like and such a like, small thing, like you don't get a full. Re- but like, mm-hmm. I feel like his reaction of like, what happened in the Netherlands? Well, yeah, wait, what happened in Switzerland? Switzerland, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel <laughs> yeah. like, but that's not even really showing who he is because what he does that's so effective is he stays, he stays in his character, sure, but he is playing off the people, yeah, as if he is that a real person. Like a real person would be like wait what like what'd yeah. you just say like right. so he's not being like cut 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 like wait yeah he's not doing that but he's also doing it in funny ways for the camera that's what's like masterful about it is it's like both for this person's benefit to remain in this character but the way it's captured on camera is for the audience you know what i mean yeah like, he's very aware it works for both yeah that's true yeah he will come up with the craziest ideas and then repeatedly ask the person, are you sure you want to do this? And they'll be like, yes. And he'll just be like, mm-hmm. all right, mm-hmm. like, here we go. Like, <laughs> are you sure you want to do it's this? fucking insane. It's great. It's so good. Yeah. No, I'm I, so we happy blown you guys away. watched it. We were like, what sort of yeah. underground fucking shit has Jamal been keeping from us? You really sometimes, <laughs> you're like a hit and miss. Keeping man. from we, you? I've been telling you to watch it for a fucking year You got and Wakefield, and then you got Nathan for you. Right, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nathan for you though is like a one hundred oh show. God. Like it's like a can't miss show. Like anybody mm-hmm. hasn't seen it, like I would feel yeah. no hesitancy of recommending it and be like, you got to watch it. Yeah, because it's so good. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get that vibe when you're recommending it to us. I got it to say I got the same level well, of recommendation. Well, whose fucking as fault is that, man? Whose fucking fault is that? It's yours. I've been it's your insecurities to fault. be very hesitant to to recommend things with a glowing review. I'm very unsure of myself because of you. <laughs> don't blame don't, don't blame your own problems. On I me. am blaming you. I blame sure, you. Maybe it's ultimately my fault if I want to be the one receiving great recommendations. But <laughs> I mean, like if if we ended up not seeing Nathan for you, and now we don't get to have this conversation about it, that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It is because I did recommend it, and if you didn't watch it, that's on you. Right, but it was no, a no, passive. But I wouldn't know what I would be missing. <laughs> And if you're like, fuck, I really wanted to talk to us about it, that would be on you. No, it wouldn't, because I did recommend it. (laughs) I recommended it to you. What I'm saying is that if you were to recommend something to somebody (laughs) for the sake Mm -hmm. of, oh, I like to talk about this thing with that person, but you didn't make a good enough case that they should watch it, it's on you if you are now missing out on that conversation. Um, I wasn't, I guess. 
I right, hear sure. what you're If saying. you don't give a fuck about talking about it with us, then yeah, there's, <laughs> nothing's on you. <laughs> I didn't realize how much I enjoyed talking about it with you guys until uh, you called me. Exactly. In the same way that we would have no idea how much we would have enjoyed the show had we just... What you're saying uh, is, is I need to hype... I should have hyped it up more. When it's a true hype-worthy thing. But that's what I'm saying is you're in my head on that, if I'm being honest with you. When it comes to recommending things to you specifically. But I feel like some things are beyond the pale good. Some things are just light speed great. And this is one of those things. There can be things where it's like, oh, maybe he wouldn't enjoy it. Come on, dude. Nathan, for <laughs> you, like this shit is gold for everybody. It is. It definitely is. And I'm glad you like it. Thank you for recommending it, Jamal. Yeah, I'm glad you guys finally watched yeah, it. Yeah, I'm glad that you've watched I'm happy. My life is happier because, because he not I'm only recommended it. it, but he. He did say, like, hey, it's coming off Hulu. Like, you got to binge this. So give him a little bit of space. Come on, man. And I've sent you clips. What the fuck do you want from me? <laughs> no, the clips were hurtful, not helpful. They're out of context. You got to watch the show. Bullshit. Bullshit. That clip was not funny until I saw the They show. were a year ago. You don't remember what all the clips were. I, when it happened, I remembered the clip. <laughs> we talked as soon as it yes. came on the, the I was the, the one scene. who was like, this is what Jamal sent us. Yeah, yeah. I gotta. I want. I'm about to. I want to fucking rewatch that shit. Something I've been watching. Um, and this isn't something I'm gonna give a glowing review. But if you want to check it out, check it out. Um, I don't know if you like Tim Heidecker. I don't know if you like Tim Heidecker at all. He just released. A, I don't know who that is. Uh, Tim. He's of Tim and Eric. Eric Wareheim is the other half. Tim and Eric. He, he was in Mash. He's the really tall guy. Yeah, but I in don't um, Master of None. Okay. His really tall he's a big friend, fat white guy. Aziz yeah. is tall friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Eric Wareheim. The other guy's uh, Tim Heidecker. They have a show called Tim, had a show called Tim and Eric. Anyways, Tim Heidecker just released a one-hour stand-up special, which is very sort of meta. Um, he's not much of a stand-up comedian, but that's sort of the point of it, I guess. But he is in his own right, and I enjoyed his his uh, his one-hour uh, special. So if you want to check that out, check it out. I watched it this week. It's called An Evening with Tim Heidecker. It's free on YouTube. Okay. Would you say it's better or yeah. worse than Middle Edition Schwartz? It's worse than Middle Edition Schwartz. It's much different. It's, it's he's uh, he definitely has stage presence and everything, and he 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 does perform. He's just not much of a stand-up comedian, but he uses that to his advantage. He sort of plays a character on stage, so it's different. You go in with this notion that it's a stand-up special, and it both is and isn't, and it's it's weird. And you know, I don't know. Check check it out if that if that description interests you at all. <laughs> I'm intrigued. <laughs> oh my god! What else have you seen? Um, let's see. I watched. Uh, I rewatched Coco with okay. the kids. Yeah. Uh, good. Paranorman. We watched on Halloween. Okay. Did you rewatch Hocus Pocus? We watched Hocus Pocus before Halloween. Mm. That, that first time I saw it, that it was, I would not have rewatched it had, oh, had the not, opportunity not presented worth itself. A Definitely not, especially not, well, what, a week later? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, you get all those things you missed. But I, <laughs> all, the, all the Easter eggs. <laughs> uh, but I watched um, a movie called The Square, hmm. which is uh, was, I think, by the same director, if not writer-director, of uh, Force Majeure. <laughs> nice, Morgan. Nice. Which I haven't seen. I haven't seen Force Majeure, but... 
this popped up. I don't remember how. I think I saw a trailer or a clip of it on Instagram or something. I was like, this looks weird. Oh, I want to see it. this. It's it by is... the same director as Force Majeure. Haven't seen Force Majeure. But <laughs> that's I'm not why. That's not why. A24. That was, I found that out after good. I watched it, you fuck. I found that out after I watched it. I was looking it up after I watched it. Now, um, I found that out after I watched it. So, um, <laughs> When did you find it out? After I watched it, I looked it up, and I found that out after I watched it. And um, so this movie's called The Square. It's by the same writer-director, or if not writer-director, then director. We got it. Force majeure. <laughs> Jesus and, uh, Christ. It's, uh, I found that out after I watched You're it. And square. the square is... We're just going around in squares here. But square dance. basically, we square dance all it's... Day. I don't necessarily recommend... I enjoyed this movie. But I don't necessarily recommend it. I mean, it's it's Great. it's a whole lot of like, <laughs> what is happening? Would you only want me to bring up movies that <laughs> that I, no, I just <laughs> highly just recommend? What the fuck? I just give you oh shit. my god, I'm I getting just, so much entertainment. I just out think of it's right funny now. how yeah we go through. It's, <laughs> it's just and at, at the end of all the conversation, it's not it's not worth it. It's not <laughs> worth watching. <laughs> <laughs> well. Cool. If you, uh, I mean, I just I'm conflicted about the movie itself. You know, I mean, the way I, the, why I wouldn't recommend it is because I wouldn't know how to recommend it. If that makes sense, like, doesn't it is a movie? I mean, you guys have seen Force. It's sort of the way you described Force Majeure to me. That you were like, yeah, you don't really need to watch it, but you enjoy. It sounded like you guys kind of enjoyed it. I kind of enjoyed it, but it's not like one that you'd be like <laughs> telling your friends that like, you got to see this. Oh um, yeah, of course. But not. it is just sort of a ride of. Of, uh, but only because it's not like a huge crowd pleaser. Like I know most people will watch movies. No, but I believe if I if I remember it correctly, that's what that was your description of it for me specifically. You're like, yeah, you don't need to watch it. <laughs> but it, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily as I remember it. In yeah, because you only like, like Michael Bay movies, so I didn't think you'd be into it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. You're welcome. I would have, you know, really would have put a damper on our relationship well now we both have movies by that director that we can recommend to each other in the same way as in not recommend (laughs) well after i watched the square i was like man you know i i was intrigued and now i kind of want to watch force majeure whereas before it wasn't on my so it uh, sticks the landing in the end i wouldn't say that necessarily (laughs) but it has enough like i was intrigued throughout the movie you know uh it's a swedish film and it's okay. a little odd. It's about an art director where his just life is starting to just weird shit. Is oh Elizabeth uh, Moss is in this, so Morgan will love this. Oh, movie. Oh my favorite! And she has a she's got a, a nice fuck scene in it, and that you'll you'll oh, fucking okay. dig that shit, Morgan. Nobody else did. Yeah, but <laughs> Morgan likes the way she looks, so she'll enjoy that. I just I guess I was just yeah. really surprised to hear that you guys think she's you know. I never said she was Maggie ugly. Gyllenhaal. But that's status. what's insane is that you were surprised that we thought that. Yeah. Who do you think is hotter, you know Jamal, I mean? Maggie Gyllenhaal or Elizabeth Moss? Mm, that is difficult. Because that's idea a toss-up. The idea that you guys are doing this is like, it I is. mean, Maggie Gyllenhaal is clearly unattractive. That's not fair. Why? It's just it's not fair in the same realm as Elizabeth Moss is clearly attractive like it's like well no i'm just saying how i feel how this is coming across to me personally yeah like i'm like what are you saying that this is a toss-up like it's like it is a toss-up it is definitely a toss-up you don't know it is a very hard decision bone 
Here's the thing. I think Maggie Gyllenhaal probably has a better body. You yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. She has like that sag skin. Well, she's older than Elizabeth Moss, but like. That's kind of nice. <laughs> Elizabeth Moss kind of has this is blowing a roly poly body. <laughs> no, she does. She does. You, yeah. <laughs> I'm blown away. She's right very. Now. Like I said, I want. Okay, I said it the last time we talked about this. I'll say it again. She is the epitome of 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 mousiness you know <laughs> when you talk about women being mousy that's who i think of wow uh, okay and maggie gyllenhaal is is like a frog i don't know but like <laughs> you would rather have sex <laughs> but, with maggie gyllenhaal is what you're telling me jordan are you giving me a whole pass I of mean, course of course it's <laughs> hypothetical I mean, yeah, just because I could be friends with Jake then. See, okay. I was, that's what I, exactly what I was thinking. I just pictured Jake's face on her body. <laughs> Dude. If you, but, the but discrepancy. think about what you're saying, though. Just because you boned his sister, now you get to be friends. I don't think that's how that works. I think <laughs> usually I think, people I, I, bo- I bone, I bone their sister and they don't want to be friends with me. <laughs> no, but I bone and then I pretend like I'm going to like get into the family like be invited to Thanksgiving. Oh, you're a psychopath. Oh, okay. Yeah, boyfriend status. See, I feel like you have a chance with Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> She's... Whereas Elizabeth Moss is way out of our yeah, league. Got I mean, it. I'm okay. just like, Message received. What the fuck? Right. I mean, to be fair, to be clear, they're both out of our league. I mean, Elizabeth Moss is like running up the the rankings like she's close to a-list at mm-hmm. this point. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. she's a leading lady and Maggie Gyllenhaal, it's like What's she been? In Her recently? brother is A-list, so. Yeah, Jake, yeah. Like, you he couldn't is... get Jake Borgans. So I don't even think Oh, my it. God. Jake Gyllenhaal is the, is the discrepancy between the siblings and their attractiveness is oh, yeah. just out of this world. Is right, it? and you know she's back there claiming the whole fucking, you know, gender pay gap is what is where she's at in her mind. She doesn't <laughs> accept like, no, that she's a to toad. But, and she yeah. just, her <laughs> hair is, like, always not good like at least Elizabeth Moss is like her hair is nice. Like that's what I'm saying. She's done up perfectly, and she still's not that attractive. Whereas Maggie Gyllenhaal just looks like right. thrown together. So it's like, of course she's not gonna look good. And then it's a toss up. Oh so my there God. you go. You got to go with Maggie. She's gonna look better in the morning. The morning after. <laughs> oh my. She's Christ. gonna look. She's well, not better, but she's gonna look. She's gonna look closer to how she did the night Don't before. Don't you feel like I feel like Elizabeth Moss is also more fun. Why? She's a Scientologist. She's just. But more I think Scientologists could be fun. I just, you know, you she just seems don't know. <laughs> Maggie Gyllenhaal is kind of like, she has those just like bulldog jowls that I can't. Uh, I don't know. She's yeah, she's those brownie. fucking dick sucking cheeks, homie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Moving <laughs> Damn. on. Damn. Moving on. Moving on. So you saw that. Wait, what did you see? <laughs> The square. The square. Yeah. <laughs> the square. And then, um, oh, by the way, Nathan for you is the name of the great show that we were talking about. Just to repeat I think it, yeah, it's on Hulu. Bunch. Nathan check it out. for you, check it out. That's uh, if in, if you get anything out of this podcast, <laughs> go go watch Nathan for you on Hulu, please, please. Then we watched totally under control, just to self-flagellate ourselves with <laughs> all the bullshit that's happening. It's a fucking Hulu documentary that is about the mishandling of the coronavirus and how it just got out of hand yeah. because of the we complete it per, incompetence of Trump. Per recommendation of Sam Ross. Oh. 
I mean, it's pretty. I mean, it's to me, it's like a little. It's too soon. Yeah. Like maybe a few years. We're we're aware. It's just mm. like yeah. Right. I mean, right. it does infuriate. Yeah, I've been you watching the news as as far as like a lot how preventable a lot of the shit was, and it goes into great yeah. detail and breaks it down in great ways and gets a lot of experts in on yeah. it. So it's an interesting mm-hmm. documentary and, and all that, but it's just kind of like, we get it. <laughs> yeah. And it's not over, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. Fantastic. There's no conclusion. Exactly. There's going to be a part two. <laughs> like the right. movie ends with, as soon as we were finished making the movie, Trump got COVID the next day. Yeah. So it's like they were done making the movie and mm. then that happened. I have something I need to bring up. Okay. Okay. I just we're have here this. For you. I got to bring it up. We'll get back to it shows that we watched but mm-hmm. something happened happened to me at costco mm-hmm. okay okay oh you have a lot of costco stories i went to costco <laughs> let's see if i can paint this picture i'm going down I'm, I'm pushing the cart down the aisle and i like to have my list i get it i know where the shit is mm-hmm. i get in i get out so a lot of times there'll be people who are slowly pushing their carts yeah, perusing per- browsing and very slow and especially with COVID, i don't want to like slide by people too closely mm-hmm. make people uncomfortable but i do push carts fast okay and i try to get <laughs> down aisles fast mm-hmm. and when someone's going slow it's a little irritating especially when they're in the middle of the aisle or in this scenario they're a little off to the right but on the left at the end of the aisle is one of the fucking demo booths yeah the fucking free sample people mm-hmm. yeah demo i love that so I have a limited time, I'd say, to <laughs> bypass this person who now sure. has stopped. So they stop. Right. And now there's enough room where I can go around them to the left and then go to the right to dodge yep. the sample table. Okay? Okay. And they're completely stopped. And I'm stopped behind them. And I have, it's a split-second decision. Like, do I go? Because they're looking. And they're, you know, do I start to move? And so I'm like, let's do it. And as soon as I get to the left of them, mm. they start moving forward and close that gap. And so I'm like, fuck. And... It's this embarrassing situation where I don't want it to make it look like that I was trying to overtake just, them yeah. and then they started right. moving forward and they're, they're they would be and like either oh sorry or like oh like you fucking now it's a what thing. are you doing? So I <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? What do you think you're doing? No <laughs> yeah. cutsies. So I, I trying to not make it look like I was trying to pull a move. Yeah. I just look to my left yeah. and see the the two pack of French's mustard, uh-huh. and I like pick it up. Like, nice. oh, that's what I was going for. Like, yes. I'm going to the left, <laughs> and I'm looking at this two pack of mustard. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I'm just looking at that until they slowly move their cart out of the aisle, and then I'll just yeah. move on, right? And I'm looking to my left. I'm looking at the fucking mustard, <laughs> and then I hear, "It's a great deal." Oh. It's a really good deal, and I look up, oh, no. leaning on my cart, <gasps> within. Two feet of my face is a 99-year-old woman. <laughs> oh my! God. Who has abandoned her station at the free sample table? Oh my! God. She is a Costco employee. She's got the fucking oh. mask, the the whole apron set up, and she is fucking selling me on this mustard that I'm looking at. Now I got a whole mm. mustard situation. It's a full-on mustard Fuck. situation. Okay. <laughs> I don't need fucking two fucking gallons of mustard, no. okay? <laughs> Double pack. We also don't eat French's mustard. Yeah, I mean, I would. I like French's mustard. Oh, okay. I put it on a ballpark sure. Frank. But grew up on that. <laughs> but I'm looking at it. I don't give a fuck. Ballpark Frank. I don't give a fuck about the mustard, right? Yeah. And now Just I'm in this conversation. 
And she is like, she has no, I don't think she, she's aware there's a pandemic because she's she, too close to me. And she's old. She's old. Like yeah. I could kill her easily. Yeah. So <laughs> she probably forgot. She, I, yeah. <laughs> she's, she was just too yeah. fucking blown away by how great of a deal, how great of a deal I'm about to get. Which how expensive could mustard be? Here we go. Okay. So the mustard was selling for like a two pack for like $5 and 30 cents. Right. She's telling me it's such nice. a great deal. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I go to King Supers yeah. and it's more for one of these and it's even smaller. Wow. So this deal is unbeatable. And I'm like, wow, that is. Wow. A, it's basically a BOGO. And now I'm just, what does that mean? Buy one, get one. Yeah. And then some. Sure. And some. Like Jamal said. So Bogoff. we fucking, I, <laughs> she's trying to convince me to buy this mustard that I don't need or want. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, wow, that is a great deal. I'm just trying to be, at the same time, I don't want to be like dismissive. Whenever there's a chance that people talk to me in a store and I got this vibe when it happened to me at Home Depot a while ago. Yeah. That I feel like people just mm-hmm. really want to actually have conversations with people because it's yeah. not happening. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've felt exactly. I've had that experience at the store in these times as well. Yeah, so I don't want to like brush yeah. them off too quickly. Mm-hmm. I'll fucking I'll field this a little bit, right? Yeah. Even though I don't want to at all. She's telling me she's like, well, wait, here here's what I do oh. when I buy the mustard. Yeah, because I was like, I don't know if I need this much. Yeah, she's like, here's what oh, I do. You're your your. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I was like, yeah, it's a great deal. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now I'm in com- I'm in <laughs> okay, combo with nice. her because I'm trying to convince her that I could just set this back down on the shelf without uh-huh. her feeling well, brokenhearted. See, I would just put it in my <laughs> sure. cart and then ditch it somewhere. <laughs> okay, that's you. Um, Why would you not do that? Well, let me get to the, let me well, get he to used my to work at Costco. Right he he feels a strange loyalty to not fuck up the you know the stocking shelves. <laughs> right. No, I don't because we haven't even gotten to this. <laughs> you guys jump in the gun. So we fucking are talking for what seems like ninety minutes her age. <laughs> But in reality, is probably 40 seconds. She tells me what she does uh-huh. is she buys one, puts keeps one for herself, and gives the other one to her daughter. Oh. As a, nice. almost like a suggestion. Yeah. I like this lady, man. And, I, and I'm thinking, like, do I look like someone who's old enough to have a daughter who owns her own <laughs> fridge? <laughs> like, I don't understand why I would. Well, you could give it to another family member. Sure, like go around just gifting Yeah, mustard. like your son. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't need that much, so you have to give the other one away. Right? Uh, yeah, I mean yeah. for sure, I'm probably going to be her age by the time I get through the first one. She's like, I hear you. I don't need that much either. Right. Yeah. So right. Finally, I'm like, oh, okay, great. And she's she slowly walks away to her own station, but she's still looking at me. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. So mm-hmm. I throw it in my cart and I go down, <laughs> and I fucking now I'm looking. And Costco is jam packed, by the way. Uh-huh. And I fucking getting self conscious to be the guy who's gonna get spotted leaving mustard on a fucking okay. on the cheese it boxes or whatever. And I'm just I like, don't give right. a fuck about that shit. Right, but I find my opening and I do. Okay. Goldfish is where I put it. So <laughs> the old butt itch opening, I like it. So I I go away and then, but then I get to thinking. I started thinking about it for a little while. Is mustard really for one? Is gonna be more expensive at King Supers than for the two bigger ones? No. I look it up. It's two dollars. Yeah, that's exactly for like how a, much I would a think big of. size of <laughs> yeah. French's mustard. That's it. That is exactly how much I would expect uh, it to be. It's cheaper at King Supers. Yeah, <laughs> like you could buy two separately. Mm-hmm. It comes yeah. to four dollars. Right. 
I mean, I'm sure the bottles at Costco are God bigger. Damn, you know, fucking! I don't like this lady anymore. I know. I don't. Need, I, I wanted. Well, I wanted to go back and be like, lady, maybe back when you were shopping at yeah. other stores besides Costco. Maybe you've only been shopping at Costco for 90 years, mm-hmm. right? Or 70 since you got a car, or right? Whatever. But like, go back. Like, yeah, things are cheaper now. Right. And Fuck your, then da- you don't fuck your daughter. You don't like... need to buy a buster for your daughter anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's cheap. Things afford- are cheaper she now. She can afford her own mustard. <laughs> Relatively. <laughs> After inflation, things are still cheaper. <laughs> things have gone down in price. Uh, Costco's fucking you. Yeah. I mean, this shit. I'm so glad yeah. I didn't take her advice. I know. I thought you were going to say that you fucking, you looked it up. Like, you, you started to be like, maybe that is a good deal. <laughs> like, holy fuck. You started it like started fucking with you. You looked it up, and it was a really good deal. And you went back and <laughs> had to find your mustard that you. Uh, no, it was out, fucking but... with me. I was fucking with me in the way I was like, "There's no way that one <laughs> container of mustard is going to be six dollars." No, <laughs> that is getting sick. right. Right. I was at a grocery outlet. Uh, sorry, are you done with your story? I'm sorry, buddy. I'm done. Yeah, it was just a quick mustard situation I wanted to talk about. But go. Ahead. I love it. I love it. Well, it reminded me of uh, you, you were talking about people want to have conversations. You know, you're out at the store, mm-hmm. and the employees they feel they're deprived of of, of a human um, socialization. Let's say. And um, I was at grocery uh, outlet with uh, Ian. We were doing a, a grocery run. We were checking out. And uh, I don't remember if I brought this up or not, but but what happened was we were Ian and I just start a conversation with uh, the clerk. Clerk. Because we've experienced that 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 people they want to have conversations. Yeah. And no one wants to have conversations with and them. And you're a conversationalist. Yeah, you know, I mean, we I think the three of us are in our own right. We're doing a podcast. But anyway, so uh, mm-hmm. it's debatable. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> but yeah. I, I have the I have those loving kind eyes that invite <laughs> strangers to talk to me. I know you're unimposing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm a, I'm a non-threat. Like I've got that 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 female energy that yeah. says, "Hey, maybe maybe I'll fuck you." You you have the female experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the black experience with that name. Or maybe I'll let you fuck me. I guess is what I mean. But yeah, I I got it all. I'm a sort of a diverse. Uh, ambassador of what anyway it doesn't matter but we're uh we're at a grocery outlet we're talking just chatting up whatever you know just saying we're cracking a little uh not quite jokes but you know <laughs> pleasantries we're cracking pleasantries you know yeah. and we have a lot of shit that this guy is he's he's doing a, he's doing a fantastic job checking out and keeping up the conversation and being not quite witty what's a step below witty uh pleasant and then uh this guy behind us all of a sudden and the guy behind us in line is like, could you guys fucking wrap it up? Whoa. And like, just, can you get it done? Can you just get it done? I got it. You're like, kid, please. And she's like, what the, whoa. I feel, I, I'm on that guy's side. You guys are chatting it up. That's in fucking line. insane to say, though. <laughs> I'm on that guy's sentiment. Not, I would yeah. never do that yeah. out loud. No, no, I know. I And I hear you. But the thing is, is it's not like this guy's working slower. And the whole time Ian and I are like bagging shit up for him. We're all, we're all working. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like we're just like it's not like he's done and like the receipt is like started printing out and we started a conversation yeah. and it's done printing out and we're still having a conversation, right? Or he's just like twirling two oranges in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not like juggling, you know? He's we're we're all Ian and I are help if anything, it's going faster than if, you know, this guy had gotten in line and fucking would he would have just stood there and w- waited for the guy to ring everything up and then waited for him to bag it, I'm sure, you know? Yeah. 
he's that kind of fucking d hole. He's like a, and it does it doesn't matter. It, but it was like, whoa, what this day was this guy is having a day? This was well, this was months ago. Oh, okay, so well, he wasn't like mad that Trump lost. Okay, <laughs> no, no, no. But he was. Yeah, you got you got that. He's got that energy, that uh, that that, that proud boy energy, <laughs> and uh, yeah, which and Jordan or not Jordan, Ian was like. Uh, he said something like, "Yeah, you know, we're all uh, we're all stressed, man. Like we're all, you know, it's it's stressful time. Like he's trying to like diffuse the situation." And I, I don't remember what I said. It's something to the effect of like, "It's gonna be fine. <laughs> it's, everything's cool, man." And uh, and then we like thanked the guy. We're like, "Hey, man, you did an awesome job, and thank you, and uh, have a great day, and all that stuff." But it reminded me of that time. But that's it. What there was no retaliation after that. The guy didn't like. No, he just sat there fuming. I think he realized he was being a fucking asshole after his little outburst. We didn't get in a fist fight, if that's what you're asking. No, but I thought he would say something else, like, fuck you or something, you know? No, no, no. He just he retreated. He didn't say anything. He was just fuming. But it reminded me of that time. Do you remember when uh, at uh, at Ian's graduation? Yeah. When we were taking a picture outside of the building there in the field. Yeah, I remember this. And uh, this drunk man walks up to us the whole the fam and is talking to like it seems directly to ian mm-hmm. and he's saying like i'll fucking kill you man oh yeah he's like i'll fucking, I'll fucking kill, kill you. you he's got like drool coming out of his mouth <laughs> no, he's he goes to spit on ian but it just sort of oh yeah like, he goes to that's it what goes it out but it sticks to his own lip and it dribbles down onto his own shoes yeah no oh projection like, i'll whatsoever. fucking kill you like in front of like Jaden and elliot and two police officers <laughs> <laughs> yeah who, do, who yeah, aren't doing it give a fuck he was like, I'm in, I was in fucking Vietnam, man. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> like, oh, We're just trying to take a family photo. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, he is the only one saying anything, but he's just like, we're, you know, I'm just trying to have a, take a photo with my family. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm just having, just having a, you know, just trying to with reason family. with a guy who's, and, uh, comp- who's not making memories. Not. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like. Holy shit! No, no, it's sad. It's a sad situation. But the, yeah. I don't know. It just Ian. It doesn't matter what the the, the situation is. Ian is he's calm, collected, and kind. I and, I, and, I, I would him. expect that from Ian. I feel. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and everybody should be. Well, and but, Ian has just like an yeah. aura of like, I'm a peaceful person. Like I feel like the second he speaks, right. you're like, oh, this is not right. a. Dangerous well, I'm in fellow. I'm in his camp where it's like I don't want to fucking have this be a situation yeah, yeah. like right i'm course. always of the mind of let me go through like let me go past you let me fucking right but you got what, that I shaved head fu- so you're like you're a little more dangerous right looking. i don't give off the same aura right. the same vibe of whatever like people fucking right hate me and i've got the shaved head but i've also got the loving kind eyes yeah, yeah, what do I have? People ask You're me. Approachable. People You're totally ask approachable. me for directions, Sam. Yeah. You're a woman. Consistent. But that reminds me, if we're just talking grocery talk now. Yeah, groceries. I mean, I already told Morgan this story, but I went to Target. <laughs> and I just, this is just mm-hmm. an H2 over I have, I guess. I go into, immediately going to go to the self-checkout, okay? And there's one person waiting, and there's four self-checkouts that are in use. One person waiting. I get behind that one person. It's going to be fucking fast, right? Also, self-checkout is the only way to go at Target. Target, I don't know who they hire, but like, it's insane how bad they are at checking out. And plus, I mean, whatever. I mean, I don't want them to lose their jobs or anything, but (laughs) it's less contact with 
people yeah you go to self-checkout anyways and we usually are only getting a couple things yeah I, if i get but, a bunch of shit i'll go to the, a yeah. person because i don't want but we're usually getting spin drifts and fucking gummy worms yeah paper towels yeah so <laughs> best friends i get in the line and it's like people are wrapping up at the self-checkout so this is going to move real fast mm-hmm. i hear sir excuse me <laughs> sir behind sir. me and i uh, ignore it i 100 <laughs> percent ignore it until he goes sir Mm-hmm. And I turn around, and target manager is now telling me, "This line, the line over here is open. You can go right here." And I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. I turn around. I go to go to the mm-hmm. line, which is a little bit of a trek, and somebody get cuts cuts me off and goes right in front of me. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> and I go, and I just you know what? Accept I, it. I stay in line behind him. I don't yeah. give a fuck, and I I'm totally fine with just accepting it as mm-hmm. is. But yeah. then the fucking manager guy is like, oh my gosh, like, of course it happens that way. And he makes this big scene. He's loud. Mm-hmm. And the guy in oh, front of me no. who cut who cut me right. now like realizes shit. what he did. <laughs> yeah. So he looks back at me. Right. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry, man. Like, he's like, you want to go? Like, you can go. And I was like, no, dude, like, go ahead. You're yeah. fine. Just go. <laughs> and he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yes, it's totally fine. And now the fucking target manager guy feels so... Oh, by the way, I'm behind this guy, and his friend is like, he's a fucking asshole, man. Like, I'll beat him up for you. Like, joking with me. And like, I don't want to pal around with you yeah. right now. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah. Yeah. I get it. People want to talk to each other, but it's just like... I'm, I was already a little annoyed that he fucking moved me. Yeah. But I wasn't that annoyed enough to be like, yes, I was in line in front of you. Right. <laughs> like, Which is yeah. also a kind of a crazy move. To right, be yeah. like... Yeah, please pack up your shit. Yeah, it's like I can't I can't imagine the situation where I would actually say something like that. Yeah. yeah. So target manager man. Uh-huh. He's like, "Here, here. Are you paying with a credit card?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Come over here. Come come over here. I'll take you to this little kiosk desk where they have a target employee who has like a fucking a handheld zapper and and card swipe. It's all in one hand, you know? <laughs> so like mm-hmm. so he could just like beep 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 all my shit in, in the cart. And then I swipe my card, and then I'm good to go. Uh-huh. Like one of those stations. He's like, "Let me take you there." He mm-hmm. he walks me out, so I'm out of the line. Yeah, like he puts me at this fucking kiosk, <laughs> and the yeah. guy's like, "He's like, can you ring up? Can you ring uh, him up and stuff real quick?" And then the kiosk guy's like, "I'm having a real problem with the card reader. The card reader's not taken right now." <laughs> <laughs> and then the target manager man is like, "Oh, oh of course! God. Like it's always, of course, you know, just your luck or whatever." <laughs> I'm just like, "Okay." You created this whole situation. <laughs> and then as he's saying, I look over and the self checkout is completely empty at this yeah. point. Like no one's there. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just going over here, dog. And I fucking get, I just check my own shit out. And I leave the store before the guy who got in front of me gets like, is done checking out. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm so H2 over these fucking line manipulator jobs. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the only time. Yeah. And I told you this, if you're a cashier, I mean, yes. And but... you say, I'm opening this register follow me yeah. is the only time you move out of line. Right. Like, yeah. here, let me grab you, and he's the guy who checks yes. you out. That's fine. That's great. Right. That's service. But, like, this guy who his job, he thinks he's just, like, moving traffic yeah. better. Fucking it's stupid. It's like, I can handle that shit on my own. I have eyes. <laughs> yeah. I can see where the lines are. Yeah. I yes, see the same I didn't see the open line that you want to point me to, but who gives a fuck? Yeah, someone else will get in line. It's so crazy. That person. It's not like the line was super backed up and he's really trying to get the people out. Yeah. It's one person in front of me. Yeah. Anyways. Right. <laughs> so retarded. 
Ugh. I feel your pain. But it does always happen that way, man. Oh my god! What a doozy! One after the other, man. Yeah, it happens that way when you fucking you fuck with it. That's what happens. Don't fuck with it. It's getting out of the. You're in a stopped lane, and you get out into the moving lane. But then that lane stops. It's like just stay in the lane. Oh, oh stay man. in your lane. Yeah. Exactly. Which waited out. You want to see what uh, Megan is wondering about that? Yeah. Hey, Reed fellas. I was recently talking with my sister, and I said the phrase, uh, I'm just going to bite the bullet, blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, wait, I don't really know if that was right. Maybe it's jump the gun. I was going to jump the gun and because I said this before first, you know, whatever. And I was like, actually, I have no idea the difference between the two. <laughs> so I have to look it up. Uh, bite the bullet. What's the difference? Bite the bullet or jump the gun. Are they the same? They're not the no. same. They're Bite different. the bullet no. is like completely different. It's like I'm faced with a situation where <laughs> I'm not I'm sure just if I should go through the bullet with it. and yeah. just do it yeah. like even though it's inconvenient. Yeah. Jumping the gun is getting ahead of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't think it through. Mm-hmm. You did it too early. Yeah. You jumped the gun. Yeah. That was quick. <laughs> It's, but they're both gun related. <laughs> God, we can clear gun that related, up. Gun related. She titled uh, like a widwib. Her question: Gunslinger, Ooh. which is very apt for a book that I read. Yeah. So oh, we can talk about books and then circle back. Let's do let's it. Let's do to it. More movie stuff. Sounds good. I read the first book I read, which is not gunslinger related, <laughs> was Blueprint. I want to read this by Robert Plowman. Mm-hmm. I think his name is. And this is a great book. It's a nonfiction. Um, he is a clinical psychologist or something he's very he's been doing it he's old man now he's been doing it for like 50 years or something he's high regarded in the field of uh, genetics and psychology and shit and basically the book uh its thesis is that genes affect more than most people think Mm -hmm. i agree with this Mm. by the way that people tend to think that environment plays a huge role but in fact we actively select, modify, and create environments correlated with our gene genetic propensities. Like it's like right. our the, genes the, are forcing us a lot more than we we yeah. think they are. The best ex- or one of the my favorite dumbed down example that I as a go to for me um, is the whole like reading to your kids. So like parents think like, oh, I'm going to read to my kid. And then they'll be like interested in reading, or like they'll be smarter or something. It's well, like we're gonna listen to Bach while they're in the womb, right? Your kid, if they're interested in you reading to them, like because of their genes, like they have a propensity right. for liking to read, they will do that. Uh, if you if like if you try and read to a kid who's not interested, like good luck. Right, but it, but more mm-hmm. so, you you feel like. It's because you read to them that they're now interested. But no, it's because they gave you that feedback, that subtle right. feedback of, of enjoying it that made it easy for you to read to them. Yeah. Whereas another kid might right. hate reading, and he's like, he doesn't want to hear it, so you don't read to that kid. Yeah. And then you think to yourself, oh, I didn't read to him. That's why he doesn't like reading. It's right. like, no, he, he didn't take to it. Yeah. And this happens across the board with almost everything. We're thinking that because we exposed a child to something in their environment and that that's why they became really good at it when generally children tend to gravitate towards things that they will enjoy and stuff which is why as a parent what you should most do is feed what they enjoy right yeah like just be observant 
love them, mm-hmm. see what they're into, and then give them access to those things that they tend to be drawn to, as opposed to try and like Mold force them. them into a lane that they're just right. not liking. Yeah. A message of the book is like, don't fucking moral of the story. Yeah, like it's <laughs> it's it's this this shouldn't be like fuck like I'm I'm unable to yeah change my kid or whatever. No, it should be more like as a parent relax yeah and just this isn't about you and it's about enjoying watching your kid grow up to become who he was meant to be it's not like oh i fucked my kid up oh he didn't fucking do follow in my footsteps like it's not about molding your child and to be you Mm -hmm. it's about letting your kid grow up to be who they are always we're gonna be yeah, and it's just it's a cool thing. And he talks a lot about the uh, heritability is the word. Mm-hmm. And let's and to be clear, it, it was a very confusing concept for me at first. Heritability, something that's heritable, a trait, say any height. trait, height, mm-hmm. weight, eye color, all these things that people think you get from your genes. Most people feel like these sorts of things are all in line with getting from your genes. Like things that are heritable doesn't mean that you inherit them. Oh. So this is so there's a difference between inherited and heritable. Inherited is okay. you get it directly from your parents. Your parents had it. Okay. Now you have it. You inherited it. Heritable means it is a manifestation of your genes, of your genetic makeup. So your parents could have just g- genetic makeups and then you get 50% from your mom and 50% for your dad, but the way that those genes manifest themselves doesn't necessarily mean that you are now a fucking piano player because your mom's a piano player or whatever your mom could be a piano player your dad could be a construction worker but you end up playing football Mm -hmm. but football could still be very heritable right your genetic makeup still made that what you were drawn to yeah it's it's from your genes but it wasn't directly from your parents yeah Mm -hmm. so that's the difference between that when he talks about heritability these traits it's not because like oh well fucking my parents hated reading but i love reading like how is that it's like no no no. it still can be heritable it still can be part of your genetic makeup made you more likely and so he gets into these fucking um these polygenic scores Mm -hmm. of you can actually tell by your genes like getting whatever your genetic makeup what your polygenic score is for all these different traits it just mm. and it's all probabilistic, of course. of course. Nothing is like determined, yeah. set in stone. But it's like you could be in the eighty fifth percentile for being like doing well in math or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that just that's just the probability across population of your genetic makeup being that, you know? Mm-hmm. In line with that, yeah. Yeah. So all these polygenic scores are gonna play a huge role into like the future and then it's only getting fucking more advance the science behind it and stuff to be able to really hone in likelihoods and shit mm-hmm. and the way they, that they found this out by the way it's really cool mm-hmm. adoption studies and identical twin studies are how they do this you have identical twins mm. who have share a hundred percent of the same dna yeah and then either one grows up in a completely different environment than the other where they grow up together or whatever and you can you can tell that their similarity to each other is way there's a correlation that's way higher than Two people who didn't, who yeah. don't have, or and, aren't identical. And they're twins. more correlated to each other than the the pe- their families they grew up with. Right. Yeah. So yeah. like you, so you would think that like your weight, like eating food, mm-hmm. is very environmental, like what you're getting fed. What they find is like yeah. you can find this in adoption studies. 
that if someone who gets adopted then by a different family, there would be more correlated to like their siblings in the adopted family as far as like their weight goes and stuff. Whereas no, they're more correlated with their to their gender. biological siblings from the other family that they got adopted away from. Yeah. Like there's the correlation right. there. So it's even things from like so like we talk about weight, but even things like school performance and like the weather is all like <laughs> can be like traced back to like being heritable. What do you mean the weather? Exactly. What what could be more environmental than the weather, right? <laughs> yeah. Turns out you fucking can choose where you live and people will have a genetic makeup of being like, oh, I like the sun more, so I'm going to move to a place that's sunny. <laughs> oh, I see. It's even like the way that you view things, like your, your fucking personality and stuff. It could be raining all week, but you say, oh, yeah, the weather's great because yeah. you don't mind the rain. So it's like the way that you frame things mm -hmm. is all from your genetics and shit. So, right. Now that makes a lot of sense. Like, uh, yeah, parents are pretty much just like bystanders <laughs> in a child's mm -hmm. development. End up just kicking themselves their whole life. Right. Like, you may think that your parents did something to affect you, but really you're more influenced. Like, say your parents did something and you're like, you really dig your heels and like, they did this and it fucking made me mad or whatever. But really, it's because of your genetic makeup that you're still holding on to that right. anger. Yeah. Whereas someone else could have had this, their parents right. did the same thing to them, yeah. but they let, they let it go or they move on well, because their why, genetic makeup allowed them to do that easier. Yeah. Even in siblings, you know, who aren't identical, right? They're just siblings and they grow up in a family. You have one who feels like they have this traumatic childhood and another one who's like, yeah, it was fine. Like you find that across the board. Yeah. Um, mm. who like siblings who remember these events right. very emotionally differently. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. the way their genes manifest and the way that they process. And because a lot of the gene stuff, like from science, like earlier science is all, was all basically physical, your eye color, your weight, your height, all yeah. this stuff. Right. But this book gets really deep into the psychological stuff. Right. Things that are happening in your brain that are because of your genes. Right. Which like, when you stop and think about it for like even two seconds makes so much sense that of course it extends itself to that yeah. area. Right. But everyone's just like height, weight, blah, blah, blah. Cause you can't see the, the brain part. Right. Like they're like the way we look. Can you is imagine if we lived in a fucking society where, you know, the way people thought about things was this way, you know, you know, it was the, it was in the zeitgeist of, things being more based on your genetics than and or even like free will like the idea of free will was uh, was more widely denounced or whatever i think we would live in a much more uh, compassionate society don't you think that's the way i take it yeah. i feel like you really have yeah. to have like you through no fault of your own are in the body that you're in and live the life that you live so yeah. to extend that to someone else who's having a hard time or whatever who doesn't have as much as you in whatever category you choose. Mm -hmm. Like it's fucking, if you were in their shoes, you would be them. Yeah. You would have that life. Exactly, exactly. And so it takes away, you know, all the all the uh, anger, like with the Sam Sam puts it about uh, monsters. He talks about like, I think he brings up Osama bin Laden and being like, if you like rewind his life <laughs> to when he was four years old and knowing what he grows up to become, you're just looking at an unlucky four-year-old. Yeah. Like yeah. that is you can have compassion for, for monsters that way. And, and also not even just compassion, but also like the anger component gets taken out of it. 
and this need for like revenge or something like if some horrific thing happens some mentally ill fucking shooter or whatever it is and he makes the comparison to like a bear he's like if a bear (laughs) mauls a bunch of people like how much of your life are you going to spend angry at the bear for being a bear you know like you might be torn up about what happened but you know the anger at the the entity that caused it is 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 much different when it's a human being which if it if that's what they're predisposed to do it's like yeah like you're saying if you were that person you would have done the same exact shit it's not that we're saying that it's like oh like forgive them or or let it or it's okay it's okay that they're no it's like of course if someone's breaking the law or doing something horrific you put them in prison but you don't have the mindset of I'm putting you in prison because fuck you, yeah. get out of here. No, right. it's, I'm putting you in prison to protect society. Yeah, it's unfortunate that you have a brain where you're you're fucking up. Right, we, we right. can't have you running. But if we loose. lived in a society, <laughs> exactly. But if we right. if we lived in a society where that was the the larger narrative, there would be prison reform on a mass scale. Like I feel like the the justice system would be changed to more of like a rehabilitation. And there'd be new techniques and all that. All the research that would need to go into how you remedy a brain like that. But I feel like that's honestly where we need to head in the in the near he, future. He makes an analogy. This is a Sam analogy, but like if we could put hurricanes in prison, we would. You know, right. it's the same right. thing. It's <laughs> like you're not mad right. at the hurricane, but for the safety exactly. of everybody, you got to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. you got to separate. You have to. It. You yeah. have to um, right. Restrain it. Yeah. Distance like... yourself from the hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So to summarize mm-hmm. this book, if you had been adopted, reared by different parents, had a different upbringing, different school, different friends, etc., then you'd be as similar to yourself now as identical twins are similar to each other. Oh, interesting. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. It so slight variation. That is cool but... because it also. It also alleviate if you know knowing that is true and you believe that to be true, which it sounds. I mean, it sounds like the science may be in on that, so you should. That it can lighten that burden of feeling like, man, if only I was fucking <laughs> born in a different. If I wish I was adopted or whatever the fuck, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right? Nah, man. Like, I mean, unless you're living in like a fucking an abusive household or something. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Like, this is all the caveat is these are people living in like normal lives like without the extremes of abuse Mm -hmm. of course and whatever hunger like all these extremes that that sways this shit way out like now you're fucked you're the environment is having a toll on you hard right it's just like yeah it's of equal merit but it's but completely different you know cultural whatever yeah so great book i recommend it it's super interesting interesting. what's it called again it's called blueprint robert plowman yeah it's like how dna makes us who we are some shit uh, I wrote a book. Tell cool. us about Tell it. Tell us about it. I uh, so as you know, last week I I had finished a Confederacy of Dunces. I started reading Orlando, mm-hmm. and I was having uh, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this. It's a little a little uh, what the fuck is are you even saying? It's yeah. old timey, and uh, I got about I want to say maybe thirty pages in right, mm-hmm. and at that point I was like, fuck this book, Good and so for you. I started reading. I'm thinking it's the first time I've done that since since I've started this habit. It's the first time. I, maybe I'll go back to it, but I I was like, I there's don't. no way I'm gonna finish yeah, it. Yeah, it's gonna you know, slow like, you down. Don't do it. Don't do it, it. sounds yeah. terrible, honestly. It's gonna make you fall out of love with reading. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Move so that's what I'm saying. Is like I don't, I don't think I'll go back to it in in the near future. But you know, it's not something I've ruled. I, I'm, I've ruled it out. Given, you know, I've chalked it up to as something within myself in my genes. You know, <laughs> sure. that is uh, not allowing me to. My current reading level is like I don't know what's happening. So you don't enjoy it. Yeah, you're not ready for it. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. I haven't ruled it out. I don't think it's the book's fault necessarily. <laughs> so I, I, once I, you know, read maybe a few books that are old timey that get me more familiar with the lingo or whatever. It's not. It's not. Yeah. It's not really. I mean, it's not your bailiwick. What's that mean? It's not your. Uh, what's that mean? It's not your cup of tea. It's one's particular area of interest. Mm. Bailiwick. Is exactly. That in, in blueprint. That that word. Nice. That's. A, I like that. But I read I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Nice. And I uh, very much enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a good read. But don't you think that watching the movie helps the book? For Big sure. time. It's exactly how I felt when I read it. It felt like I was, yeah. It felt like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that the, the book, I thought the ending was a little... Um, I don't want to say Jasmine, but mm-hmm. you know, in that vein. But what? But it was. I mean, it's more interesting than that. But I, I felt uh, it was. Um, I had that feeling uh, watching the movie early on in the movie, and as I was reading it, I had that feeling too. Uh, I almost feel like I guessed the ending, then second guessed myself. I feel like the ending. I don't know. It's so. It's this weird. In the book, it's like rushed and on the, yeah. and like on the nose, but like also kind of like yeah. drawn out. It's hard to explain. That's why I wasn't yeah. a, a huge fan. It's like I, I like the movie because it's so, um, just like interesting. I guess right. And I, I'll say I don't think this is a spoiler necessarily, but when she is in the school in the movie mm-hmm. if and if you don't want to know anything about the movie which i totally understand because i didn't uh uh skip ahead but um mm-hmm. in the movie she says to the janitor you know if you ask me like to describe them like i you know like i don't know like it's like asking me to describe a mosquito that like bit me on the arm or whatever you know like he was a creeper is what she says which is very different it's a very different um explanation to their how they met story earlier in the film and even later in the film in the middle of the film it changes again Mm -hmm. um so i thought that sort of enlightened that of like oh yeah that makes and that's how i felt about it i was like oh like this is not what went down (laughs) this is (laughs) it's but the way it's done in the movie is cool because it's like you do get this glimpse of what her take on it would have actually been or something like the the way this character, who this character is, I'm trying not to give anything away, but who this character is, is is both and not both. Like, I don't know. It's cool. But I definitely want to rewatch the movie. I'll probably do that soon. Um, but yeah, overall, I enjoyed the book, though. I, rec- I recommend. Highly recommend. I wouldn't recommend it to, like, everybody, you know. <laughs> I agree. In the same way that I would recommend Nathan for you for everybody. Oh. For sure. But yeah, that's. I'm thinking of ending things. It's a cerebral... Did you read anything else there, Jamal? Well, I read um, in this is just another uh, this is something a question was raised uh, in my in my mind uh, thought rather uh, when I was reading Orlando, there was a p- 
part where uh, she said uh, forever, but it was for space ever. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if that is even a thing now or if that's just because it's old timey, which also led me to think like, when are they going to put each other? Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but I put those together all the time and it's always wrong, mm-hmm. you know? Each other. It's like each other is how I say it. Okay. And that's how I often spell it. But there's, I get the red the red line on that on my phone <laughs> and shit. So when is each other going to be a fucking thing? Or like all right is now A-L-R-I-G-H-T. You know, language is evolving. I still separate it and I do all and then A-L-L and then right. You do? Yeah. Yeah, you're oh, stuck in you're the past. Talked. That is, no one does that. I, I mean, yeah, I do it. No one it, does that. I don't do it in text, but I do it if I'm writing something. I mean it's gotten to the point now where I don't even do all right I take the L out completely and I, I do I eat yeah <laughs> it's evolved further yeah I do that I don't know I think when I was in elementary school or something like I found I learned that at the time it was two words and I just right. really like held on to that belief mm-hmm. <laughs> those are like the people who are like ain't ain't a word <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you gotta let language evolve i mean that's why any words are the way that they are now mm-hmm. they didn't used to be that way and now they are you fuck there you go. so each other i i'm gonna say fuck everybody i'm gonna start putting them together and grammar not uh, oh fucking gosh. fucking don't at me bro all right what about every day what do you guys do with every day it's all one word but no one that's two words. That is two because of the... the right, you don't want to have the noon. double O. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Noon. But I always want it to be one word. That's interesting. No one. Same. Because anyone... Same. But there's no way to make it look no good. No one. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. Right. Yeah. No one. Ooh, that looks weird. Yeah, it's impossible Noony. to make it look good as one word. <laughs> oh, I want to double back real quick to a word, sure. if we're talking about words, that was in Blueprint. And I didn't want to make this the word of the day, even though I was unfamiliar with it. But I just want to, I, I kind of want to talk about it a little bit. Let's he talk. talks about his polygenic sure. score for his satiety. Oh, like your satiatedness? Right. Well, satiated is a different word because you would say like satiated mm-hmm. is the uh, past tense of satiate. Right. Satiety is talking about the trait. Sure. Yeah. But you could be sated. Sated and satiated are two different things. What? Satiety? When you're satiated is a pleasantly satisfied or full, as with food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas sated is in a state of complete and thorough satisfaction. If you are sated. Oh, I didn't realize that they were different. I would have used satiated for both. Yeah, well, I guess satiated is only referring to like your fullness level that's weird or mostly i thought it was like i thought it it could also mean like oh i'm like content yeah yeah you know content yeah but yeah satiety is the feeling of being sated interesting which just means the feeling of complete thorough satisfaction satisfaction i really but in the book he's talking about his his you know quenching his appetite (laughs) but using satiety Mm mm-hmm the polygenic score for satiety. And it's funny because I was reading about that and I was like, my fucking satiety is off the fucking charts of not being able to be satisfied. Because I feel like what? that's what you were talking about with like Doritos and stuff. Like, sure. I, I can eat right. Doritos for days on end. Like yeah. I am always would like to be eating. 
that's kind of interesting. A it's lot- fun to do, and I never oh. feel like, even when I'm full, <laughs> I feel like I do. would like to be able to put stuff in my mouth without feeling oh, agreed. Sick. See, this is how I feel you all the time. You have an oral fixation, but, exactly. But you, which is not good. You frequently are like, I'm not really hungry right now, or I don't have an appetite, or like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's occasion where I, I don't have an appetite. Okay. But like when I do have an appetite and I go to eat, yeah, I don't like the feeling of being sated. Yeah, you <laughs> is, don't doesn't you come don't experience that. for a while. Yeah, <laughs> like I get full way before I'm sated. Sure, <laughs> you know? sure. Yeah, yeah, I f- I feel that way with the Tillamook mudslide recently. Like we finish a bowl and I'm like, I could for sure have a couple more of these. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like <Yeah>. easy. <laughs> I mean, that's how like the snacking has been at night, which needs to be corrected yeah we need to get that under control <laughs> but i mean i really like you've been eating but i haven't been eating the cheeses and stuff that's been all and you. i can just all these crackers and chips dude <laughs> you will never sate me <laughs> don't sate me bro <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking crazy out there yeah you do have a i feel like you should enter some sort of doritos eating contest no but that's the thing it's like i do i will fill up on them and it'll sicken me but i just don't have the feeling of stopping or like <laughs> it won't be as pleasurable if you take another bite of this uh-huh. it's like yeah in my stomach it won't be it's i'm nauseated right but, but in, in your, your brain mouth. but in like being able to take in that flavor sure i can do that i can keep doing it we should just get... which you would yeah, think you would think that. that i would be a big gum chewer or something but no and maybe there's dorito flavored gum well i was gonna say <laughs> just dorito flavor ring tobacco so like i use like a lot of times like you know you just like eat flavoring that doesn't save me at all oh it doesn't no. interesting because part of it is the texture of the crunching okay all right and i mm. like to finish it with a swallow no. i don't want to feel <laughs> i don't want to fucking because i could like yeah He's crunch it up man. all day then spit it out in the trash like i've been fucking the oh. hunger games society one or whatever yeah, like but, your wine tasting or something yeah. <laughs> but that is <laughs> not going to do it for me swallowing is part of it oh, okay <laughs> you're a swallower for mm-hmm. sure. When that's you have to swallow to be sated. Well, that's the thing. I don't say. I know. I get it. Okay, so then Are I was sadist. Then I read Dark Tower series book five, Wolves of the Color. Oh my gosh, gay. <laughs> <laughs> There's two left after this. I'm almost done. This book is interesting because the the setup is that they arrive like. The main gunslingers, mm-hmm. as they are. Yeah, I hear you. Which is how it ties in. They come upon a society, not a satiety, okay. <laughs> of a, a, a town where these people, speaking of twins, they only give birth to twins. Wow. Mostly. Okay. Like hmm. there's the one off occasional singleton, but it's not the norm. The norm is giving birth to twins. Sure. And in this satiety, mm-hmm. society, they have mm-hmm. a, a problem, a big problem, oh. where wolves. They call them wolves, but in actuality, they are people wearing wolf masks. Okay. Wolf masks, not wolf masks. Yeah, wolf. Wolven masks. <laughs> On horses. They're riding horses with wolf masks. They come in. They steal one of the twins. Okay. Out of everyone who has twins between the ages of like three to 14 or something. Okay. And then they're gone for like three weeks, and then they, and then those kids come back on a train retarded. What? Yeah. Whoa. Get the fuck They're out of here. They're fucking fully, they call them ruined. 
ruined is what they call them, which is like ruined. Yeah. Like they're fucking retarded. Yeah. What? And then like how so? So like they become like when they get to puberty, they grow. So they almost become like half giants. Mm -hmm. Like they get real big and stuff. And so they use them to like as manual labor to like plow oh, their farms and shit. Right, they got that but they're dumb. They're, 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 yeah, yeah. they're simple. Hilarious. Yeah. So like <laughs> this is the setup. <laughs> so they come in and they ask the gunslingers for help. Like we need to fight back these wolves. So uh, they stop. Wolves. Taking yeah, the wolf. you have a problem with that, <laughs> yeah. So that's sort of the setup of this book. But the funny thing is, <laughs> these wolves have lightsabers, uh huh, okay, and they have golden sneeches, <laughs> what, <laughs> which are what? golden balls that have razor wings. That, so, not a snitch, oh but not flushes. a snitch, but a sneech. So, Star what? Wars and Harry Potter. Star Wars and Harry Potter, and they're dressed like they're fucking Doctor Doom from Marvel. But like, all of this gets addressed in the book. Oh, like it's because this book is a fucking dimension jumping book. Right. When they actually catch catch one of these sneeches, which is one of their weapons, sneeches on beaches. There's a fucking like serial number on it, and it says like created by Harry Potter, like on the side of it. And they're like, "Who the fuck is Harry Potter?" And like, no one knows. That's weird. And they have like when he sees them with lightsabers, he's like, "Have you ever seen Star Wars?" Like this, just like from Star. <laughs> this so it's is like, fucking trippy as hell. This book, I don't know. It's a fucking, yeah. it's a, it's, it's like a dimension jumping shit. shit. And Stephen mm-hmm. King gets mentioned frequently within it. Like oh. they're like they're the book Salem's Lot. Yeah, Shout out. Like a guy, a guy is basically like saying the plot from Salem's Lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then they find the book Salem's Lot, and the guy's like what the fuck? Like, uh-huh. I'm not a fictional character. Like, what's going on? So there's, like, a little bit of Charlie Kaufman-esque thing going there on with that. All right. Like, who's this Stephen King guy? And they have, like, conversations about it. Mm. So things are happening. I don't know how this book's going to end. It's w- really weird. I wouldn't say I love it. It's, <laughs> but I will finish it at this point. Um, it's just, this book in particular, it's 700 pages. It's too long. It can yeah. go way shorter. Yeah. Wow. It's just, it's just, yeah. Jesus Edit. Christ. Get Edit. your editing control under control. <sighs> <laughs> i mean i guess like people who really love it and stuff like they want to be in that land for long but i'm not really loving it to the point where i want to keep reading bro. it for that long it's too long yeah for real almost there though two left back to movies we did watch another show called the queen's gambit the queen's gambit on netflix oh how was that which is a book that yeah. was adapted into a mini series mm-hmm. seven episode series on on netflix it was pretty good. I liked it. It was good. Hey, I'm a sucker for chess. I yeah. love chess stuff. And this is, so this fucking thing is right. about a, a chick. And I'm a sucker for like addiction stuff. So it was really like. Yeah. It was a combination <laughs> of the two. This little girl, she grows up an orphan in an orphanage and she's a fucking a natural at chess. She's Dude, a she's fucking, a genius. She's a chess, chess. genius. Yeah. This is a fictional story, by right, the way. Right, right, right. <laughs> and, okay, and she becomes the greatest chess player in the world, all the while battling hardcore addiction to these fucking tranquilizer pills and alcohol. And so it's 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 the process of her then like playing the best, then sure. playing the, the best Russians and all this stuff. And she's so it's like 20. <laughs> and also she has like a, her backstory is very tragic type of thing. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mental illness and her mother. And then she gets adopted by like that situation. An alcoholic fucking situation. Weird as hell. Right, but none that of it. Actually, that mom actually reminds me a lot of my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how it's done. It's it's not done in a way where it's like they're beating her, yeah. and locking her in a cell. No, no it's, it's just like realistic. little. Yeah, it's yeah. more like 
little thing. Like she mm. doesn't hate these people. Nuanced. Yeah. But she is troubled. Yeah. She's very right. I'll do everything on my own. I don't need anybody sort of attitude. Yeah, she she's spoiler, just you know, difficulty forming relationships as one does, <laughs> forming and sustaining certain relationships. She has trust issues. Yeah. 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 But I overall enjoyed this. I think it lulls a little bit in the middle epi- in middle episodes, but I think it I liked it. It comes in good at the end. I really love chess and I know you do. So if you if you're into like chess movies and chess shit, this does it very well. They talk about a lot of the lingo uh-huh. and the chess games get it's realistically done as like, oh man, she does seem like she's really badass even though she doesn't exist. Yeah. What did you think of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone? Um I mean it's one of the weaker ones, but it's you know, it sets it up. Chess movie. It's a chess yeah. movie. Shut up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the Chamber of Secrets. Nah, B. Sorcerer's Stone. That's when he's riding the fucking knights and shit? Yeah. Okay. First one? It's the first one. Yep. Fucking Ron. Okay, so <laughs> then the last the last thing we watched mm-hmm. is we finally, I finally got Morgan to watch. Tony Erdman. Tony Erdman. Nice. I love this movie. And I loved it mm-hmm. right like soon like it didn't take me long which is like the fear recommending it because it's like it is a slow burn yeah movie yeah it's a almost three hour long are your genetics gonna predispose you to like this movie sooner or later right i don't want to go in there and be like you gotta stay till the end right no i enjoyed it from beginning to end like there was no part where i was like okay i'm waiting for something yeah like i just enjoyed watching this relationship relationship yeah um, father daughter yeah. relationship. I really, I really liked it a lot. I did too. And I mean, this is my second time seeing it. Second time around, even better. Yeah. I mean, I just love it because I know, oh, okay. I know that it, there is payoff. I know that there is great situations. And <laughs> right. Great. You can, you can relax. I can relax. There's a lot of it. Like if I'm jumping into, a, especially a foreign movie, or it's mm-hmm. like maybe it's just too artsy, and yeah. it got, it gets really high reviews because right. it's artsy. There's always that risk. But this one is just straight yeah. up. It's just good. great, great situations, great characters and emotions, and just like the fucking way it plays out is just yeah. movie magic. It's great. It's a really great movie. I'm I'm glad that we watched it. But yeah, it's almost it is like two hours and forty minutes long. Yeah, two hours and forty two minutes long. Yeah, but it fucking it flies by. It does, especially the second time I watched it. It flew by. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a great movie. Yeah. Cool. You have anything else, Jamal? Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Ba, 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 ba. Alec. I, well, hold on. Let me palate cleanser. <clears throat> Alex Trebek passed away oh, today. Oh, I know. Yeah, well, we all knew he was dying, but you he's know, he's only eighty. Yeah. Yeah, he has can- pancreatic cancer or yeah, prostate cancer. You don't need a pancreas. No, it's one of the bad ones. I I think. No, I know. Yeah, it's sad. Uh, um, very sad. I love Jeopardy. Avi. I sort of missed out on the. Did he fucking know he was going to die the following day or something? Oh, I don't like, know. Like, he did, like, an episode of Jeopardy and, like, like he died, like, the next he day. Did, did that happen? That? Huh? How would he know that know. he's going to die the next day? I don't know. But there was, like, I saw something. I don't know. I didn't do any research as far as, like, he if he was still doing it. But someone said, like, this just happened yesterday. And it was a guy getting emotional talking about how Alex Trebek taught him English because oh, wow. he grew up Not as an immigrant. Here. Oh, watching... And so he grew up watching Alex, and and now he's like mm. a champion, Jeopardy champion, champion or whatever. And he's mm. getting all emotional. And like the tweet was like, "This happened yesterday," and like I was like, "Did he fucking 
do an episode of Jeopardy the day before he, he died? He probably did, dude. He's a fucking, he's in it to win it. Actually, I mean, that doesn't make, I don't know. Jeopardy doesn't film doesn't live. Be, yeah, right. So it's taped, <laughs> exactly. but, but still. No, he, he, I think he, he worked till the end. I mean, are they still doing Jeopardy during the pandemic? That's a good point. I don't know. Those things are like six feet apart. Right? Yeah. You can get tested. There's only a few people in there. Take the audience that. out of there anyway. Really? It's not uh, yeah. required. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Thanks, Jamal. Rest in peace. Yeah, no problem. Um, also, I have a question for you guys. What is that joke? Um, there's a joke, I think. I remember from being a kid. Uh, it's about a German uh, window washer. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea. No. The the punchline, I don't remember the setup or if it's from a movie or I don't know what the fuck it is, but I was thinking about it. The, it popped in my head and I was like, oh, the fuck this is. Maybe you can enlighten me, but it's it's the punchline, I believe, is something, something like, I am a window vasha. I've come to wash your windows. This is not ringing any bells in my brain. It is ringing a bell for me, but I could not tell you. Where... But what the fuck is that? If anybody can enlighten me on what the fuck, it's driving me nuts. <laughs> Have you Googled it? No, oh. I saved it for the pod. Yeah. Oh. Would would and 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 maybe maybe it would pop into my head as what it is. You know, I, I decided to rely on the brain sure. slash you guys slash the listeners. So if you know what the fuck I'm talking about, email us at readfellas at gmail dot com. Jamal will give you a special prize. Mm, suck your cock. No, but I I'll fucking <laughs> I'll be eternally great. I don't I don't really give a fuck. Don't don't email us, but okay. Thanks for please do. Right. E- read fellas at gmail dot com. Email us, please. Um, I don't know why you said that. Please, anything you want, topics, questions, concerns, uh, the answer to my question, whatever you want. <laughs> uh, this is uh, this has been Read Fellas. Thank you everybody for listening. You guys have anything else? Um, that'll do it for me. I think. What do you got, Morgan? I'm good. I'm just a pa- I'm just a, a commenter. Okay. Just a commenter, Morgan is um, the. <laughs> Outro that I will be playing is uh, an incident that happened in which Jamal was getting interviewed by a woman doing fucking, I don't even remember. It was about drugs and oh, alcohol was, uh, and like teens or whatever. What? She was doing a survey. Yeah, so Jamal. No, no, no. It was, uh, it was, uh, it was about the, um, the fucking, what's it called? The census. The census. That's not what you said in the pod, but well, we'll figure it out. I haven't listened to this in a while, okay. but like, is this the one where she like I invited her into yeah. the house? Yeah. So Jamal quabbles. Yeah, I'm pretty sure quabbles? it was. I'm pretty sure it was census. No, I think because she paid you at the end. That was the whole thing. You don't no, get paid. I don't think she paid yes. me. Yes, she did. That's the reason why you did it. Okay. And, that, and then you like, said I that you want the ten bucks, and you're going to take the money from Miguel's too, like yeah. and just come in blackface. <laughs> is what yeah. you said. <laughs> <laughs> It's been so long. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So Jamal recorded this. I can't wait to hear the clip. We, we broke it down. <laughs> so that's what this clip is. All right. So quick talk and put butter on that shit. Bye. Stay hydrated. Something since I mean, since I have an actual surveyor such as yourself here, I've always wondered, like, as of like recently, I've noticed on like certain government forums and like when I was applying for like UAA and stuff, the races like. It puts like Hispanic first, and then the rest of the races. Like I never understood because what that's about. The Hispanic doesn't look at it as a race. Because when I interview Hispanics, a lot of times you ask, the first question you know that was, "Are you of Hispanic, Latino, or Spanish origin?" Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, like I am of Russian and Dutch origin. 
And then you get to the next race question, are you white, black, whatever? Mm. But that's interesting. And that's where I think it confuses them because Hispanic is not supposed to be a race. What do you mean? But all the Hispanics think it's their race. So you're, you're Latino or you're Hispanic or you're um, uh, Spanish-American, what do they call I forget what they call this, the people that are half and half. Um, because that's your origin, okay? Like, mm -hmm. So, but, like, if you're French, which is an origin, uh, when I went to high school, we had a French exchange student, and she was black. So, basically, what we're asking then is, but it's interesting that under race, Hispanic is on there, and we don't consider it to be a race. We consider it to be an uh, an origin. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I know. Okay. So, like, what are people from like Mexico? Um, they're Mexicans. I mean, as far as like their race. They can be white. They can be black. But I mean, like the ones that are like Mexican, like that look Mexican, like all the other Mexicans. Well, it's just like Alaska. Well, okay, I see what you're saying because Alaska natives are like. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Um. Well. They're Spanish, uh -huh. you know. Um, I don't know. This is this is something that we've been going around and I've been mm -hmm. going around with people with this this study, and I talked to him about it our last training session at the beginning of the year, and I said, you know, on the federal forms that you fill out for employment, Hispanic is up there as a race. I said, but we don't consider it a race. But so if the, if the Hispanic tells us it's their race, we just mark other. Because so, oh, okay. you know, they don't get to decide what they are. I haven't been able to dig out of yeah. <laughs> so, That's a very good.